to the Speaking of Changes podcast, a podcast for your ears. Today's show is brought to you by Bird Murder, the new intense mystery novel by Arthur Candy J. Bird. Bird Murder. Not available anywhere where books are sold. I'm Jason. Hey, hey, I'm KJ, and in this episode, we discuss some pretty stupid birds, and Jason updates us on his school bus situation. Also, find out why this episode is so short. Eat it, Fuse. I mean, take it away, Fuse. I'm assuming when you said eat it, that's just your way of pronouncing the greatest. And speaking of pronunciations, we'll do some of those. And play, do we have a guest? To, you know, see if we have a guest. That's the whole point. And we'll wrap it all up with feedback. And some Amazon reviews you won't want to miss. Lots of candy talk. And other body parts, too. All that, plus several conversational tangents. In a week, week. things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happened. The things that happened. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. Well, here we go so, again. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> you go. So what is up this week? Oh, you know, good is up, but I'm going to have to spin that a little bit to, to to explain why good is kind of up, I guess. So this sounds interesting. Yeah, well, we have a bird problem at my house. More specifically, a bird nest problem. Mm-hmm. And so the reason that Good is up in this scenario is probably that the nest is not in my dryer vent. So oh, yeah, that, that's a good way to look at it. Good that's is positive. Up. Yeah. yeah. That's a glass half. That's a dryer vent half empty kind of way of looking at things, which would be kind of like the opposite of glass half empty. Yes. So it'd be like glass, glass half, full, half full, dryer vent half empty. Yeah, Or fully empty. Because you could look at it and, well, no, because it has to be some sort of mid, mid-range to make it work, to make the analogy work. True, and we don't want to screw this analogy up. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> what? Us? We would never do that. No, Are you kidding? absolutely not. Okay, okay, so this is the second straight year. There's two birds, and they've tried to build a nest sort of under the awning of my front porch. I think I've told you about this before. I don't know if it's been on pod or off pod. But, uh, yes, I know I've heard about this. I just, I can't remember either. Okay. So that, well, underneath the awning, but really it's not that it's, we've got two windows and they try to build on top of the window frame on the top part. Yep. And so last year they went with window number one. We chased them out of there this year. They're at window number two. Okay. Um, and really, there's only like two inches to work with there. I don't understand. They're just amazing the way that they can build a nest out of nothing and no space. Yeah, it's, what's amazing is that they can be so brilliant at doing something like that and so stupid as to where they choose to build it. Well, yeah, that's what I'm going to get to. But, you know, I've yeah. told you before, I'm afraid of birds. Let me, let me, let me clarify. <laughs> I'm afraid of birds when they're flying at my head. I'm not so let me ask what, well, let me ask you this. So let's 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 get a you know a, a good perspective on this. Let's rank the fears. Okay. So if you're driving over a bridge, so you're driving over water. You have heights. You have water. 
and you have birds flying at your car, do you roll down the windows? Absolutely not. Oh, so birds rank higher than water and bridges. No, not quite. First of all, water I'm afraid see, of. If you ro- Height I don't okay. care about. So what, what, is it, what is it about the bridges then? Well, because there's water underneath. If the bridge busts, I'm going down. Okay, okay. so if there's not water underneath the bridge, you're not no, afraid of crossing uh-uh, the bridge. No, Just Really, that is interesting. Just a bridge with water. That is a very narrow Venn diagram of people, I think. Well, you know, we're all special. Yes, in our own way. Yeah. Snowflakes. Exactly. So, no, because if I, if I roll down the window and the birds are uh-huh. at, coming at me, the chance is uh-huh. higher that the bird's going to get in the car than the bridge breaking. Oh, so this is an analy- analytics thing. Well, yeah, I, I'm trying to be rational about my fears. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Which is, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have That's no, your mistake right there. I, I have no idea what I would actually do in the moment, but... Um, I'm pretty should, paralyzed. We should try this. I could probably set this up for you. How could you? Would you? We could arrange this. You could, you know, bring your pet birds and and open the cage while I'm driving over a a bridge. No, but there are, there are people that have like we get Mike Tyson. He has all those carrier pigeons, and then we have um you know we have magicians that could we could probably talk to David Copperfield and get him to bring a bunch of doves. Well, if you can set this up, I'm willing to try it. This could be like a, a, a another day event of Jingle Fest. You know, you got the bus tour, you got the event on Saturday night, you got uh, what else are we doing? Uh, several other things. Except, you got the yep. thing at going to the Palm on Friday. Yep. Uh, we could have the you know Friday afternoon, or maybe even later Saturday, like before the event, or maybe like a Sunday thing. It could be you know the KJ, you know Daredevil fear versus you know which fear is worse, you know event. Well, true. You know, I am a Daredevil. Yes, you are. On motorcycles. Though. On motorcycles. When I was eight. But could you jump that motorcycle over water? Depends on how big the, the, the crossing is. Say like the Mississippi River. No. Okay. Say like a creek. Yes. Or a creek. Okay. okay. All right. So well, back to this bird's nest. Depends. Okay. So there are two birds that, that are working together at constructing this nest. And mm-hmm. they, they continuously take turns bringing materials. Basically, it looks to me like they're just caking mud on the top of our window. Yep. So this, I saw this happening again the other day. So I go out and I, I'm, I'm very brave. I go out and I get my broom to chase, chase them away. And I'm going to knock the nest down before they get it going because I don't want any eggs to be in there when I knock it down. I want them to move right. on. So they, they see me approaching their nest, and naturally, they don't want me to knock it down. So, oh, no. So they start, you know, circling me. So I'm standing there with this long broom, and I'm swinging <laughs> it around wildly at them every time they circle around. And I seem to be, it seemed like it was about a half an hour where I was doing this. But nice. in reality, it was probably three minutes. And three minutes is still a long time. You, yeah, you got to give it to if these you're being birds. Attacked by birds. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't give up easily. Um, when I was, I, I'm swinging that broom as hard as as hard and as fast as I can, and I, I'm not very strong. But well, I mean, I do lift weights twice a week. <laughs> well, compared to birds, you're relatively pretty strong. <laughs> well, maybe, but this yeah. I, the broom I'm swinging it. I feel like I'm swinging it fast, but it's really probably just very slow even though I'm giving everything I've got. 
and I'm getting exhausted. And the birds, they just won't quit. <laughs> so intellectually, I know. I know that I could probably just go to the nest and knock it down and the birds won't attack me. But I, oh, yeah, I'm they're too, not coming after you. No, but I'm too terrified to do it. I know they're scared of me, but I still can't do it. I'm just frozen. So I'm standing there, swinging the broom back and forth, yelling at the birds, get out of here. I'm like, just a complete and utter idiot. If my neighbors saw me and they didn't think I was all, you know, crazy before, I'm sure they do now. At the yeah. same time, my dog's out laying in the grass trying to catch like a, I don't know, some afternoon Z's. And she's just looking at me like, what are you doing? Keep it down, will you? I mean, the dog, the, you would think the dog would come to your aid and like bark at the birds. No, and she's just laying there looking at me like I've seriously got a big problem. Uh, so this is animals siding with animals. Yes, the animal revolution. This is the animal revolution, yeah. So then I, the, finally the birds quit. So then I go knock it down as fast as I've ever done anything because I, I don't want to risk them coming back. <laughs> so then I checked it again in two days later, and there they are again. And Oh, rebuilding the nest. Rebuilding it, same place. So this time I asked the Hall of, the, you know, the Hall of Famer to do it, who proceeded to grab a broom. And knock it down in like 30 seconds. Well, of course. And guess what? The birds flew away when they were approached. <laughs> they didn't circle. I think maybe they're attracted to brooms. <laughs> brooms, brooms whirling around. Uh, I don't know if I can go with that, but okay. <laughs> now, you know, you know that I know my birds. Yes, and at the, least the bird calls. Yeah, these birds are barn swallows. Oh. I have a barn. So it's a small bird. I have a barn less than 200 feet from where you are building birds. Go build your best, your, go build your best <laughs> nest in the barn. <laughs> so these birds are really stupid. They're really stupid, and they are at it right now. I'm watching them. This... We've had to destroy three nests now. This is, this is nest number four. Same place. I'm looking at them right now. They're bringing in hay or straw or whatever that they're probably getting from my barn. So they're going to the barn, picking up the hay or straw, <laughs> and flying to your house to build the nest. A barn swallow leaving the barn to build a nest on, my on your house. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't confirm that they're getting the material from the barn. But I can well, I mean, confirm I, I, everything. They else. have to be, yeah, yeah. I, yeah that, that makes the story better. You can just go with that. So that is what's happening at my house. So at least it's not in the dryer bin. Yeah, that's true. Um, is there some sort of like bird away, like bird be gone? You could get to put up there that would shoo make them, you know, less likely to come back. Um, I don't know, but if anybody knows if and when, or if when or why or how I can get bird be gone, let me know. You could like electrify, like, I don't, I don't know if your house is like this, but my house on the tops of the windows has a little metal like flashing to keep the water from, so that the water, like when it rains, if it like overruns the gutter or something, or if it blows in, it'll just run off. Yes, that's could, where like, they're get, building. Like, that's what they're doing. Yeah, you yep. could get probably just like a power supply that's enough to electrocute the birds uh, and put it on there so that when they land on that, it goes and they just fly away. <laughs> Maybe I could, but I don't know if it's worth that much effort. It's like a bird zapper, like a bug zapper, but for birds. I may just keep enlisting the Hall of Famer, who seems to have the touch. Oh, okay. 
Oh, okay. Now, what about you? Do you have any updates on your school bus situation? That's literally what they've done. That's literally what's happened with this situation. Nothing. <laughs> I was going to say. Absolutely freaking literally nothing. So okay, there you go. Well, There's an update it was on an, the school bus situation. It was an empty threat. Yes, absolutely an empty threat. Okay. Nothing. That's what they've done, and that's probably what they're going to do. Nothing. Yeah. So they well, can eat it. They can definitely eat it. Eat it yes. good. <laughs> so I do have one thing I want to talk about. This All week, right. Uh, and you and I have already talked about this, so this is not going to be a surprise to you. Okay. Um, we have talked about refining and streamlining our podcast a little bit. Yes. Moving forward. Yes. So what we're going to try to do, um, what I've noticed in talking to different people that have, that have listened and some new listeners that have come in that have uh, contacted me about it, um, what I've discovered, and nobody's complained about this or anything, but what I've discovered is if people get to a segment that they're like, okay, well, I'm not 100% interested in this segment. They may be you know, 30 minutes in or 45 minutes in or whatever. And the reason we segment it is so people can listen to it in chunks. Or if you get to a segment, you're like, I don't really care about, you know, The Sopranos or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, or so whatever TV show we're talking about. Or, you know, I think we did the spoiler alert for The Sopranos, or maybe it was for S-Town. If you're like, well, I don't want to listen to this part um, because I haven't listened to S-Town yet, and I might, so I want to skip this. And even though we segmented out and put like the, you know, the times in there where you can skip to, yes. what I've discovered is that if people get to a point that they're like either because of spoilers or because they're like, well, I'm not 100% interested in this as much as I was the part before this. So they don't skip to the next segment. They just stop listening with the intention sometimes of coming back later. And I know this because I do this to other people's podcasts. Yeah. Yep. Like I've listened to a lot of like half or three fourths of a podcast. Yep. It's it's because a new podcast comes out and you don't want to get bogged down with your whole Correct. list of podcasts. So, um, yes. Yeah, I've done that. Most of the time I do finish things because I'm sort of, you know, anal retentive when it comes to that. I need to listen to all of <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> but I I do know of people that do that um, where they, they won't finish. And then the new podcast comes out and they're like, okay, well, I'm going to go to this one and not, never go yeah, back. Yeah, just go to the new one. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that. And that is that's not only is that human nature to just if you skip something and leave it for, you know, more than a few days or a week. Uh, in the case of ours, ours comes out every week. If you like miss a week. Uh, it's sometimes it's just easier if it's like two or three hours just to go to the next one and listen, you know, for, you know, listen to the next two or three hour one. Yeah. Um, so we understand that. So what I think we're going to try to do, what you and I have decided we're going to try to do is condense the show every week to try to get it within an hour, hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, because some people see the runtime and they're scared off right away. Right? Yes, which is totally understandable, too. Yeah. Um, we're still going to have the same amount of stuff in terms of. We're not going to drop segments or anything like that. We may just have only a handful of segments every week. Instead of, you know, four or five segments, we may have two or three segments one week or, you know, three or four in one week. That kind of stuff just depends on how long each segment is. Um, And that way there's less that people will miss out on because some of the stuff, some of the funniest stuff um, that I think that happens in the the podcast happens, you know, in the latter half at times. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, so what, what, what I'd, think we're going to try to do is make it so that like if it's an hour and 15 minutes if you get you know 45 minutes in you're like you get busy or distracted or you're like i'm 
you're just going to come back to this and you don't come back to it, you're only going to be missing, you know, 15 minutes as opposed to like missing like two hours <laughs> if we go for like yeah. three hours. So, yeah. um, and it makes it easier to edit. I'll just be honest. And we'll still put the time codes in. And I don't know if Absolutely. anybody uses the time codes because the purpose of them is like you've already explained was to be able to skip and, yeah. and, you know, okay, like I don't want to listen to the next, I'll just skip to the next segment. We give you exactly when the next segment starts. Um, but yes. I don't know how many people use that. We're going to stick with, with those it'll just yes. be less um time overall probably probably <laughs> we're gonna try yeah no here's the other thing here's the other thing we may end up if we say if we go if we have some if we have enough that we're like oh we want to cover all of this stuff in one week we may put out like an hour and 15 minute regular episode and then like a bonus episode that's like a couple of segments that we had left over. Yes. Because we used to do that at the beginning. So we're going to kind of go back to that instead of just going, well, we'll just throw this all this three hours in here. We're going to go an hour and 15 minutes, you know, try to keep it within that. Mm -hmm. And then if we have another 45 minutes, that would be just like a total bonus episode that you can listen to if you want to. Um, because I know I listen to podcasts. I listen to several podcasts that are three hours long regularly. Mm -hmm. It's a weekly podcast. It's three hours long. Um, what I've also discovered is I'm like a couple of weeks behind on every single one of those. Yep, because, because it does it's take it three does, hours long. Yeah, it does take a while to get through unless you're on a long road trip. Yes. Yep. And often I save those up for that. So maybe, um, maybe what we end up doing is we do an hour to an hour and fifteen minute podcast weekly, and then we have maybe like another hour of material possibly that's as a bonus that is not really time sensitive. So we could put it out at any time, but also you could go back and save the bonuses for, you know, if you're going to take a trip, you know, three months from now, you could listen to, you know, you got 12 hours of bonus material that is still at least somewhat relevant, you know, a few months later. Yes, 12 hours of speaking of tangents, bonus material. <laughs> oh my gosh, just kill me now. <laughs> So we're going to try that and see where it goes uh, from here. And I, it's always a you know work in progress in terms of how we do this. We we try to plan things out and try to make things as efficient as possible. And I think it's gotten much more efficient in terms of how you and I, the process. Uh, now we're going to kind of implement that a little bit more into the listener end of things. So we'll still be here every week and doing everything. Uh, but hopefully uh, everyone will be able to listen to the entire show every week. That's the goal anyway. I think that's, uh, that is the goal. Yes. Because it's still nonsense. Yep. Just <laughs> nonsense abridged. <laughs> abridged nonsense. Abridged nonsense. If we plan for less, there will be less. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, we better cut this segment. I mean, end this oh. segment. Oh, you want to cut this segment? No. <laughs> So we just like completely cut it out. We need the crickets. Where are the crickets? <laughs> Where are the crickets indeed? Well, that wraps it up for yet another week in review. We hope you enjoyed the podcast so far, and we hope you'll enjoy the new shorter run times. Not promising anything, though. We could go for three and a half hours next week, but at least it's an idea. I mean, who really knew it would be so difficult to not talk nonsense about yourself for an extended amount of time? given no real time constraints. Oh, pronunciations. So speaking of pronunciations, we've got a jam-packed pronunciation segment this week. I do have one more that I'd like to add. Okay. Can't Bird wait for murderer? this. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Bird saver, really. Oh, okay.
I'm getting there before these. Well, the Hall of Famer's getting there before these eggs are 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 laying, laying or laid. Um, Speaking laid of pronunciation, egg, yeah. But if you have laid, plural, uh, plural plural eggs, laid eggs. Yeah, laid, not laying. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know. So I don't murder birds. I save birds. <laughs> That's such your such your new motto. Yes, that's a good one, right? That I should just change yeah. all profiles online to that. I don't murder birds; I save them. Yep, it's pretty good. All right, so we'll get to the first word here. Okay. A M A T E U R. Amateur. <laughs> well, that's where I, the way I've heard it pronounced. Yeah, I would, amateur is how I would say Amateur, it. yep. Yes. Now, I can't remember where I heard this just this past week, but somebody did say, I think it was, again, television, amateur. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was it like Downton Abbey or something like no, that you were watching? No, no, no. Okay. It was like a news report. Was it uh, BBC News? <laughs> Maybe, but Because I no. think of amateur is the British way to pronounce it. Yeah, Fancy, but- you know, like we talked about. We've And I'm not going to cover that fancy's not a bad thing anymore. Fancy's just fancy. It is what it is. Fancy's fancy. Wait yeah. a minute. What am I? What am, it is what it is. I got to stop saying that. <laughs> well, you know, as as that is what it is phrase is is very popular. Well, it is what it is. It is. It does have a good point. Yes, but now Saliza has co-opted it, and I can't. I he can't says be that I haven't noticed. He tweets that all the oh, time. Oh, he tweets now. that. Okay. Yes, he tweets it all the time, and when I say all the time, I mean you know, like he tweets things multiple times per day. Yes. So in my timeline, I'll be scrolling, and I'll see it. Like if he says it, he's going to mention it two or three times. So it is. It what is it what is. it is. Yeah. But I got to stop saying that because you know, we, I mean, we could. Adopt this Saliza method for this podcast, which I believe is try to antagonize as many people as possible. Yes. And, and do it on purpose because that brings you more attention. Even like it's the there's no any there's no such thing as bad publicity. Pub, publicity. I can't. How do you pronounce that? Um, so you just, you know, be as out there and as, you know, antagonistic as you can. And you will actually draw more people in than if you're nice and friendly and saying things that are good. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's also known as uh, the Luke Russard method. The Luke Russard, apparently. Method. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll have to bring we'll have to bring back Cranky KJ and. Yes. What What should we use? Something Jason. J- Justified Jason. No, just, Jen- I'm 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 <laughs> I'm antagonistic enough on fuse. my own. I'm naturally <laughs> serious, Jason. Furious Fuse. No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's just right I'm out, you know. this segment right now. That's that's right with, you know, hashtag join the conversation. Yes. Hashtag yes. Furious Fuse. Hashtag WTD. <sighs> Welcome to Ridiculous. It is what it is. <laughs> All right, next. Next. So the next. But you say amateur, right? You say amateur. I say amateur. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. So the next word I think might have been a joke uh, because it came from Veep. So. Yes. Mike McClintock, I think, said it, if I remember right. Yep. Yep. I remember this one. Yeah. P-A-P-R-I-K-A. Mm-hmm. 
How would you say paprika. that spice? Yes, paprika. Paprika. And yeah. I, I've never heard anyone mispronounce it until Mike McClintock, which he pronounced it paprika. So this was in this like this last latest season when yeah, yeah. we're talking about him and Gary are talking about the flavors and something. I think so. Yeah, I think it was just like two episodes ago, maybe. Yes. And I just laughed and I thought this must be a joke. I've never heard anybody say it, but I'm going to put it on my list just in case somebody else actually does pronounce it paprika. No, I would be surprised. Okay. So we. But I've been wrong before. Uh, well, once or twice. Every now and then. We've established that it's, that it's a joke. It's paprika. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the next, I've got three here in a row. The next three are from my recommendation for the, this week. Oh, okay. And that is, it, it's a caveated recommendation for people that like the television show Fargo. Yes. It's called, it's a podcast. It's called Audgies. <laughs> That's a good name for a Fargo-related podcast. Yeah, so I, I just, it's been on for all three seasons, but I just now discovered it. Uh, it's from NPR, Minnesota Public Radio. Mm. So the two hosts are Minnesotans. It's not. Wouldn't that be MPR? Yeah, that's what I said, NPR. No, M, not N, M. M. NPR, right? Yeah, NPR, yes. Okay. And oh, is that what you said? That's what I said. I thought you said NPR. It, it is what it is. Okay, sorry. It's a it's nothing special. It's just a recap podcast about Fargo. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you if you like Fargo and want a little review or you want to know if anyone else knows what in the world is happening after each episode, right? I yeah. find it a good summarization episode. And they're short. Yeah. You know, 15 to 30 yeah. minutes, so people might like oh, that. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, these three words came from these Minnesotans, and I don't say my words like this, so it made me think again that I don't really have the Minnesotan accent. I'm No. Okay. It's all relative. So here's the first word. F I G U R E. Mhm. Figure. Yes, figure, right? Mhm. Can you guess how I'm, I'm No, actually I can't. I'm this is one that I can't right now think of a different way that I would pronounce this that would be actually, you know, acceptable. Well, maybe it's to do with the crazy ant um, theory of the R's, but the he said figure. No. Yes, several I've never times. Heard that pronounced that way. Figure. It was almost like it spelled F I G U R R the way he said it. Figure. Yeah. That would be like somebody who likes figs. Yes. Or like you know sells figs or like picks figs. Figs are like off a tree, right? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the fig is the uh, one that the wasp, like, dies in, and, like, the wasp body becomes part of the food. I have no idea. Yeah, it's like a wasp is, um, there's, like, dead wasp, like, be- the bee parts in every fig. That's Are you works. saying that wasps turn into figs? Yes, they, that's what I'm they saying. They grow that's into exactly them? Well, they don't grow into them. Well, they grow inside of them. Yeah. They like get stuck in them or it's either they get stuck in them or they lay like, well, and actually the wasps don't lay eggs. Um, 
they somehow they're somehow where wasp dead wasps end up in figs and so part of a natural like a real fig like that they make into fig newtons and stuff i mean mm-hmm. fig newtons are probably fake fake figs but i don't know that for sure the um Obviously, I don't know that for sure, but there's something about there's something to do with dead wasps inside of figs. Huh. Go figure. Yeah, I agree. Next word. Yes. A-F-I-C-I-O-N-A-D-O. Aficionado. Uh, one more time. Aficionado. Okay, well, you say it the way that she did. There's, there, there are two people. There's a male and a female co-host. Co-host. Uh-huh. She said aficionado. Yeah. I say. Well, how, how would you say it? I say aficionado. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying that too. I'm just running the middle syllable together. Aficionado. Well, yeah, but that's a different pronunciation. Afi- and sometimes well, I say aficionado. Aficionado. So I either I like, either like say fi- like fiction versus yeah, yeah, nonfiction. Yeah. yeah, even though there's no T well, that, in there. That's totally fiction. Yeah. So I think I've said both aficionado and aficionado. So if I say aficionado, I don't put the I in there. Aficionado. Aficionado. Yeah, I'm saying aficionado. I'm just running the C I O N together. I'm mumbling. Okay. Well. I would say that's more of a Southern thing than a Minnesotan thing. Well, hers was more, it wasn't mumbling. It was more just aficionado, sort of like that. Hmm. Aficionado. No mumbling. So there's a different, so the people who, the guy who said figure, figure, Uh and the woman who said aficionado, it's two different people, right? Yes. See, I could see the same person doing those because it's almost like I'm being lazy about pronouncing this. Well, they're both from Minnesota. Maybe Minnesotans are lazy. <laughs> is that is that like from like if you got a little Michigan in you, you might have a little Minnesota in you, and that means you're lazy. Is that what you're trying to get at? You I can draw your that. own conclusion. <laughs> okay. Speaking of drawing, yes. Yeah, speaking of that, the, what's next the next word and the last word from this podcast: D R A W E R. Pronounced this way by the first gentleman who pronounced figure figure. Okay. I'm going to just, I'm going to make up a sentence so I don't kind of overpronounce this. Um, he put the clothes in the drawer. Yeah, that's how I would say it. Open the drawer. Yeah, open the drawer. Man, that's a lot of junk in that drawer. Right. Yeah, exactly. Now, this is how he said it. Okay. Um, well, think of an, another way that someone, um, like drawer. skivvies or undies. Drawers. Drawers. But that's not what he... That, no, that's... No, drawers. 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 He's, he said drawer. Drawer. No, no E. D-R-A-W. Okay. I mean, D-R-A-W-R. Drawer. Drawer. <laughs> this is like... This reminds me of the Saturday Night Live skit with uh, Mike Myers, and he's in the bathtub as the kid. And he's like, I like to do drawings. Because that's a lot of British people will say drawing. I'm drawing something. Oh, uh-huh. Like I'm drawing a picture. Drawing. So put that in the drawer. Yeah, but that's they pronounce the E-R. Right no, it's almost like opposite. It's like drawer. D, like D-R-A-W space R-E-R. R-E-R. Drawer. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's more like it. Yes. Drawer. So that's really accentuating the E-R, R-E-R, but this one was drawer. That's a mouthful right there. I, I, I'm, I had to think about what he was saying. And then he said it three or four times, drawer. I've never, drawer. I've never heard anybody say drawer like that for the word drawer. It sounds like a, like a Middle Earth villain, drawer. Yeah. Or like a comic book, like he's, he's in like some 70s comic book, drawer, the destroyer. Yeah, it was really weird, this Minnesotan dropping drawer. Hmm. Okay. And uh, <laughs> What's the next word? Uh, well... The next word is not related to this podcast, uh, geez. But the one thing that they did a lot of, which I now know what they meant, is they were talking about Easter eggs. Because oh, really? they're talking about throwing in references. The creator of Fargo, his name escapes me, Noah Hawley, I think. Yes, that sounds right. Dropping in references throughout the three seasons to Coen Brothers movies. And, yes. and he was saying, they said the word Easter eggs. And I'm thinking, I know what that is now, thanks to Jason Fuse. Yes. Okay, so anyway. Educational podcast. That, we should go in the educational category now. Well, we can easily do that. Yeah. Next word, not related. We're out of the Aussies podcast words. Before we leave the Aussies podcast, I do want to say that I'm sure that they would love to use your endorsement, endorsement of their podcast as Aussies podcast. It's nothing <laughs> special. <laughs> That's. Do you know what their tagline is, though? Excellent recommendation. What? It's some. It's not a tagline, but they they describe it as Minnesotans um, talking about a TV show that's based in North Dakota, or that's title is <laughs> title is about North Dakota and based in Minnesota, or something like that. That is a terrible tagline. Uh, <laughs> Who wrote that? But you know, there. It's just. A, it's just. Again, it's just a recap podcast. But if you're a fan of Fargo, it might be a good one for you. I like it because, cool. um, you know, I, it helps me keep track of what I'm, what I think I think is going on, and what they think might be going on. Sometimes they have guests yeah. on, and when they have the guests on, some of them are good guests. But uh, I wouldn't say that for every single episode. Anyway, we'll go. I think to the, you can say that about most podcasts. Yes, I think so too. <laughs> Um, next word. Okay. M-A-C-A-B-R-E. Macabre. Yes. Macabre. I've also heard macabre. Macabre. And that's how, yes. if I had never heard that pronounced and I just read it, I think, I'm pretty sure I've read this word when I'm reading books and stuff. Macabre. Yeah. Yeah. In my Reading like spooky ghost stories. Yeah. Macabre. Okay. <laughs> All right. Last word. Okay. This is the one you pronounced last week when you were talking about your dental tool, your free okay. dental tool. You uh-huh. said it's like a G U I L L O T I N E. A guillotine. Yes. And I say guillotine. Hmm. So you are the fancy one on this one. Only on this one. Question? <laughs> question? Was that, was that a statement or a question? <laughs> I was trying to be Minnesotan. <laughs> Go figure. Go figure, yeah. Um, do you know who invented the guillotine? No. It was named after him. Joe Guillotine. Joe Guillotine or Joe Guillotine? 
either way you want to say it. He probably said guillotine. He was probably fancy because he was French. So Well, there you go. So Joe Guillotine invented the guillotine. Or Joe Guillotine invented the guillotine is what I would say. Yeah. Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Um, no. Hey, what's up? Good. We will be having more guests in the next few weeks, but if you really think about it, feedback is our guest every week. And you are part of the feedback, so really you are a guest on our podcast every week. So if you don't like our podcast, then what you're really saying is you don't really like people. I mean, in general. Including yourself. And that's just a sad place to be. We wouldn't wish that on anybody. So we hope you like yourself, and therefore you like the show. And that you give us feedback, so that you can be part of the show. You can reach us on Twitter, at SpeakTangents, via email, speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com, or visit our website, speakingoftangents.com. I said it slow because I couldn't remember it. So do we have any more reviews? I'm sorry, wait. Do we have any feedback? What are we doing? <laughs> yes, we do have. Do we have any feedback this Yes, week? we do have feedback this week. All right. Let's start with Nosey in 140 at the Lewis Nosey on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He says... Candy binges, dental details, song lyrics, dancing zebras, knives, <laughs> dude, knives. And then he um, included a picture of a guy, could be you, because you can't really tell, laying no, back in the me. dentist seat, getting dental no. work done. It is not me. Okay. All right. That I can confirm. Okay. And deny at the same time. Yeah. I'm confirming by denying that it is not me. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes, we're all for making sense and being clear and, you know, not being confusing around here. Absolutely. So the dancing zebras, I don't remember yes. what we were talking about with that. Was that because of... Um, <laughs> when I was doing the rant, Oliver? when I was naming off as many... Yeah, from John Oliver. Yeah, show. okay, all right. When yeah. I was naming off as many black and white things as I could. Oh, I yeah, yeah. zebras, and then I said dancing zebras. It's always fun to see what Lewis comes up with. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Lewis. And, and Those he, are always good. He mentioned in there candy binges. And so mm-hmm. speaking of candy, Todd Takei at Tooth Takei... Um, tweeted us and asked us. Have and we, speaking of dental, I know things related to dental work. Your teeth. Yeah, I was going to. I was going to go there with tooth decay, but I, I didn't. Tooth decay. We'll just leave it to me. Yeah. Leave it to me to cross the line. Yeah, exactly. He he wants to know: Have we had a bad candy segment yet? Um. And he said we have a friend who loves it—the candy, not the segment—and he tweeted a picture of a bunch of candy. We've probably had a few bad segments in here, every there, every now and then, and maybe one of them was about candy. Yeah, probably. So, oh, I, does he mean like a segment about bad candy? I think that's what he meant. But I, you know, oh, okay. I, I agree with what you said too. Yeah. I tweeted him. Well, I tweeted him back and said what I thought my bad candy was. Uh huh. And and I will list for you now what I said. Okay. And I 
you know, I just went with whatever 140 characters would give me. So I'm sure I could right. keep listing some. All right, here we go. Can I can I comment after everyone if I d- agree or disagree? Um, should you wait till the end, or should you? This- well, then nobody will know what I'm talking about. Okay. All right. Yeah. It'll nobody- be quick. Okay. I'll, I'll just give a yes or no. All right. Laffy Taffy. I agree. Sour Patch Kids. Yes. Gummy Bears. Yes. Skittles. No. Okay, so three yeses, one no. Mm-hmm. Reese's Pieces. Huge big no. Okay. Two no's, three yeses. Peanut M&M's. Another huge, huge, huge no. Oh, so here's the tiebreaker. Jelly beans except black. <laughs> Wait a minute. Do you- do you are you trying to tell me that the only jelly beans you like are black jelly beans? You don't I'm, like the rest of the jelly beans. You prefer the black jelly beans. I'm the not rest trying of them to tell you. I'm telling you. Oh my gosh! Are you insane? Well, okay. Let me let me explain a little bit. The black. Okay. If if first of all, I don't like jelly beans much. I guess I like Starburst jelly beans. They're okay. Yes. I love those. That's um, the only if, kind of jelly beans I eat. And sometimes the jelly bellies, if I'm in the right mood to guess the flavors, I'll like those. But strictly speaking, I'm not going to choose jelly beans as any type of treat. Uh, I'm, uh, going, I'm going with milk duds or some other chocolatey related treat. Or if we're talking about straight, sh- up, straight up sugar. Yeah. Pixie sticks. Dip a yeah. stick. Lick a stick. Mm-hmm. Whatever it's called. Nah, it's too much work for me. Um, I don't like gummy bears, as I've already said, but I do like Swedish fish, Swedish fish a lot. <laughs> Different texture there. Okay. I'm not into Swedish fish. So if I go back to the jelly beans, if someone says, do you want some jelly beans? And I'm really feeling like I need a, something sweet. I'll say sure, but I'll usually try and most people don't like the black ones. So it's usually good. Yes. It's a win-win for everybody because I take the black ones and then they get, you know, they can keep their flavors. Yeah. Most Same sane people don't licorice. like the black ones. Yeah. I yes. like black licorice. Yeah. Oh, see, that is, we, are you the devil? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, black jelly beans. I thought everybody hated those. No, black jelly beans and black licorice. This may be like watermelon thing where I thought everybody loved it and I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought I just assumed that nobody liked black jelly beans and black licorice, and now I am seeing that I was wrong. You were wrong. At least one person yeah. disagrees with you. Um, yes. but I but, do know I, that my, I, I do know that my mom is the same way. She likes black licorice and black jelly beans. I don't dislike. So this red is ge- a, licorice. It's a genetic thing. Yeah, 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 it's genetic. I'm not a big licorice fan in general. It, I, I am pretty snotty about the... I don't like Twizzlers. What um, about Red Vines? I do like Red Vines. Hmm. But I don't like... Red Vines and Twizzlers are the same to me. No, uh, Twizzlers are um, harder. They don't have the same flavor. But my favorite, I think, is a Twizzler brand, except it's the pull, the... the, the what are they called? They're big, big knot. Uh, thicker. They're thicker like a rope. And then you just peel off a little piece. These I haven't seen. But I don't peel off the piece. I just eat the whole thing. Hmm. Those this must are, be like a those candy are buffet 
No, they're exclusive because I've never heard of people know what I'm talking about. They're like they're like string cheese for um, licorice. So string licorice. Yeah, and I don't eat string cheese by pulling them either. By the way, I just eat the whole piece. Yeah, I I I don't know many people who pull it apart and eat it. That's but that's the way it's designed. Yeah, that's and that's the way this licorice is designed, and I think it tastes a whole lot better than the original Twizzlers. So anyway, Hmm. I will eat red licorice, but I I I like black licorice better. I agree with you that Laffy Taffy is a waste. Mm-hmm. Sour Patch Kids a waste. Gummy Bears a total waste. Mm-hmm. But Skittles and Reese's Pieces and peanut butter M and M's. Yeah. I, I. This is the most shocking thing you've ever said to me in recording this podcast. <laughs> well, this okay. is this is a whole new another level of crazy. <laughs> now I want to be clear that Reese's peanut butter cups are in my top five candy of all time. Then how can Reese's Pieces be out? <laughs> They don't taste the same. They're they're just nowhere near it. It must be a texture thing. Uh, so maybe the candy coating is the part that you. Yeah, don't it's like. just blah to me. Same thing with peanut M and M's. I like regular M and M's oh. quite a lot, but not peanut M and M's. Do you like regular peanuts? Yes. Don't mix them. That that I can get on board with. The no combinations mm-hmm. of good things I, you, I can get. On I know board you with. can. This is yeah. the peep Oreo situation. So I that now that you've explained it that way, I I'm for it. But Skittles, you don't like Skittles, really. Skittles again. If I taste I'm, the rainbow <laughs> again, if I if I have a really crave, I'm have a huge craving of sweet, and a nothing else uh-huh. is around, and someone says, "Well, here I've got some Skittles," I'll say, "All right," but it's nothing that I. In fact, there's a bag of Skittles in our closet right now that I'm able to leave alone. I'm telling you right now, if there's milk duds in that closet, they're gone. So I'm not <laughs> I'm not even touching these Skittles. So no, I don't care about Skittles. I have no time for Skittles. I mean, <laughs> no time for Skittles. No okay. time for Skittles. You've just compared you've just compared Skittles to like Mad Dog 2020 or like Night Train or you know one of these cheap, you know, bum wines because what you've said is if there's this fancier version available, I'll drink it, but if not, I guess I'll drink this, you know, cheap yeah. just to get drunk wine. This is like uh Luke Russert um, uh, bringing down <laughs> Kendall Jackson wines. I'm bringing down Skittles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Taking down Big Skittle. Yeah. Now, I want to briefly mention the candies that Todd tweeted out because okay. I don't think I like any of them. Some of them I've never okay. tried. So, Charleston Chew, no. Nah. Chico Stick. I've never heard of Chico Stick. Is that like a chicken flavored beef jerky stick? I thought it was candy. I don't know. Uh, I don't know about that either. Necco wafers. Um, not a that big. That is fan. not a candy. Sure, it is. Necco candy that's wafers. Barely, that's that's barely a cookie. I, I I'm not a fan of Neckos. And then there's one called Zagnut, which I think I'd be on board. I think I'd be on board with Zagnut. That's a candy bar, right? Yeah, I don't think I've ever had it, but it looks like I'd like it. Mm-mm. It's it's the one that's like a silver or bluish kind of package. That's that's um, like the candy no. bar that you know. If I hated my kids, I would give them. No, it's a it's a red, it's a red package with yellow lettering. Zagnut. Oh, what am I thinking of then? It starts with a Z. I thought. I don't know. It's like a terrible. It's like a white candy bar. Oh, uh, I can't think of the name of them. Me either. I don't know. Um, Almond Joy. Oh, no, I'm not into that either. 
Yeah, I don't like almond joys That's or mounds. Then they have coconut. Yeah, yeah. coconut. I'm out. Yeah. Coconut is not a candy. No, co- well, no. It's like a fruit or a vegetable. Exactly. Okay, three more. Bitto honey. No. Sky bar. Okay. I think I'd like sky bar, but I don't know. It's made by Neko. Sky bar. Yeah. I got a sidebar for this. Um, was Todd born in 1920? Because <laughs> these candies are all from like the early 20th century. These like. are these are Mr. Tony candies, Neko and Skybar. Yes. And finally, how old is Todd? Todd looks pretty good for being 90 years old. Uh, yes, he does. I'm not going to speculate on how old Todd is. Um, okay. Scotty Dogs, all natural black licorice, which I think I'd like, but I've never tried this Scotty Dog. Hmm. And is that the brand? Or is that the guy? No, the brand is Gimbal's. Scotty Dogs is the, um, not the brand. Gimbal's makes it. Scotty Dogs is the name of this it. This I've never I guess. heard of. Neither. This is name confusion. This is brand name confusion yes. to me. Yes. I'm out on all of these. I'm out on most of them. Um, hmm. So anyway, there are. There are some, I wonder what other people, if other people think I'm nuts with Skittles, Reese's Pieces, peanut M&Ms, and black jelly beans, so we'll find out. Well, probably the only part that they think you're nuts about is the peanut M&Ms. Not the Reese's Pieces? Well, I mean, no, they don't have nuts. The Hall the of Famer? nuts are the peanut M&Ms. Hall of Famer disagreed with me on every single one of these. <laughs> every single so, one of them. Gummy bears? The Hall of Famer loves gummy bears. That's like grandma candy to me. I don't understand. Gummy bears are a waste, I think. Again, I told you yeah. I like Swedish fish, and I also like those cinnamon bears. Cinnamon bears. What's a cinnamon bear? They're kind of like a gummy bear, but they're bigger, and they are not bigger, but they're in the shape of a are little bear, cinnamon? and they're cinnamon. Hmm. Those are good. Okay. Do you put those in your coffee? Is that why you like them? <laughs> I have never tried that. I think that's a great that, idea. That might work. You never know. I'm going to try that. All right. So, I know people that put like chocolate, like M&Ms in their coffee. No, 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 no. Yeah, because it melts it. Okay. And they stay, they hang in there for a while and then they melt down eventually because, you know, melts in your mouth, not in your hands, but it does melt in your coffee if it's hot enough. Yeah. Uh, and then it kind of leaves it at the bottom and so it kind of flavors it. I'm not into that because I put, um, I ran out of coffee creamer one time. Uh, this is a few months ago. And then I put, I found some Nestle's quick mix in the cabinet that mm-hmm. was using to, you know, make chocolate milk for my kid, which is, I mean, what it, I, was a treat for me when I was, you know, eight years old. But now, I mean, it's, I look back and how ridiculous it is, chocolate milk. But yeah. um, so I put it in my coffee and it was terrible. Oh. Terrible, terrible. I know a lot of people that like to mix hot chocolate and, Coffee together. No. This is another combination thing for me, I guess. You got to keep them separated. <laughs> you got to keep them separated. Okay, <laughs> now we're going to move from candy to the s'more-shaped marshmallows that we talked about last week. Oh, okay. Patrick Moffat at Moffat Patrick said, are you, kidding with, are you kidding me with the s'more-shaped marshmallows? Damn glampers ruining everything. I agree. And and then if you have to make a s'more, I, I told we both said last week that we're really not s'mores fans. Right. But this is the way that I have enjoyed them. Actually, uh, just the first part. So he says, start a fire, burn the marshmallow mm-hmm. to a nice black and crisp. I'm on board. Smash it. Yep. Eat it and singe all surface area in the mouth and then do it again. 
Yeah, that's the way you do a s'more. It should be a special campfire, camping outside, almost like a combination pleasure pain kind of thing. Yes, but there are lots. Of, I am I am in the camp of burn the crap out of the marshmallow. Yes. There are a lot of people who sit there and meticulously turn it to get it just brown, perfect. I don't have the patience for that. Singe it and give it to me. Mm-mm. Yeah, you should have to scrape. In some points, I'd rather have to scrape like too much of like burned marshmallow blackness off the outside of it mm-hmm. in order to eat it than than it not be you know you know burned enough. Yeah, burn it. Burn it. Uh, Matthew Vogel at Vogel Matt, he he's actually tried the s'more marshmallow, and he found that the biggest problem with s'more marshmallows are that they are too thin to hold on the skewer over the fire. See. Exactly. That's what yep. we kind of talked about last yep. week. You don't. You, it's it's t- it ruins the best part of making a s'more, which is not eating the s'more. It's setting the thing on fire before you put it in your mouth. Exactly. That's the, yep. the best part. And if you can't do that, what is the point of right. living? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> now speaking of s'mores, Cool Aunt Claire at Cool Aunt Claire. Uh-huh. She said, I always felt un-American for not liking s'mores. Now I feel okay. A total mess to eat. <laughs> Definitely prefer separate components. So, All right. Yes. That's some common sense right there. Absolutely. And then John Miller chimed in and said, um, John Miller at JKM563 said, you are correct. They don't belong together. <laughs> and Jen Babish at JBab Sports Chick said, also fun if you put them in the microwave. So I think she just yeah, means the, uh, does she just mean the marshmallow? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think you could probably put the graham cracker and the chocolate in there, and it would be just like a a puddle of yeah. sugar. <laughs> yeah. Puddle of sugar. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now we had some reactions to our quiz last week. All right. Matthew Vogel again says, "I'm older than you both, and I'm screaming. I got a feeling." <laughs> <laughs> I think I said when I first read that, when I first saw that tweet was, that's the first time in history anybody's ever gotten that excited about that song. Yes, probably. <laughs> um, that's good, though. But I'm that's glad he, he knew he it. He nailed it. Yeah. Yes, I am. I'm too. Adam Benson at Benson underscore the comic says, listening to Speaking of Tangents today in my car, literally yelling, hit me with your best shot. Come on, KJ. What are we doing out here? And I you know, told him that was a fair question. <laughs> yes. You know, it's a success when people are yelling at their radio slash iPod slash phone slash whatever. Yeah. When they're listening. See, That's when I know we've gotten a good quiz. Yeah. You don't have to be, you know, mean. You just have to be stupid. <laughs> it's not has nothing to do with stupid. It's just... It's like me trying to say what I was trying to say before, and now I can't. Now I can't even remember what I was going to relate this back. Well, to, no, so I mean when when I listened back to that quiz, you <laughs> were giving me. I mean, you were giving me the answers over and over, and I was just like totally ignoring you. And I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this, and not listening to your clues. Yeah, so that's so what I mean about to think of the stupid. Answer, yeah. <laughs> that was not smart. That was not a smart guessing on my part. Maybe we can, maybe you can, now that, now that this has come up, maybe you can teach my kids that listening to me is kind of important. <laughs> yeah. Well, normally I pick up on your, normally I pick up on your clues, but yeah, this one I probably felt like, I think I tunnel visioned what I thought it was and yes. yeah, it was not good. Okay. Moving on. 
Michael Lee Nelson at M. Lee Nelson said, The movie is Soylent Green in all caps. Three exclamation points, which I appreciated. Which is my my moment of going, you know, that movie when they talk about Soylent Green with, with Charlton Heston yelling, it's people. You know, what's the name of that movie with Soylent Green in it? Yes. Yeah. Is my moment of stupid. Which I think Brad Weiss also emailed us about. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. And then um, Matthew Vogel also said that Weird Al credits like a surgeon as Madonna's idea. So this was, yeah. um, you know, in response to that we've, we we kind of said we liked Madonna in that she is can make fun of herself. Yes. And so I think that, you know, that even puts, you know, puts her up a little higher that weird, that like a surgeon was her idea. Although oh, she probably Always knew, creative, yeah. yeah, but she probably knew that that would also be a hit. So, you know. Yeah. She had a good, she kind of had a good instinct for what would play very well. Yes, she did. Um. Sean Morrissey, at Sean underscore Morrissey, he tweeted, what a wonderful world. And then he just did a gif, or jif, of Louis Anderson, which made me laugh, and I tweeted back yes. something like, ha-ha, or funny, or something. I don't remember what. Because I said that Louis Anderson, I asked, what a wonderful world, the song was by, is that by Louis Anderson? And I knew it right yes. away. I said Louis Armstrong. Yeah, you corrected yourself right away, but it was too late. Too late, yep. And so, Sean, you got me. Um, <laughs> nice. And then Jolene Wojcik at J-M-R-W-O-J-C-I-K. She said she loved all your love for Dolly. Mm-hmm. And then she said, Dolly and Dolly Parton. And then she said, and on a tangent, here is another picture of our dog named Dolly. We get her in two weeks, and it's just an adorable picture of a little puppy. I think it's a. I think yes. it was a French bulldog. Yeah, that's a really yeah. cool looking dog, and I appreciate that she <laughs> did the tangent in the middle of a tweet. That's difficult yep. to do. That's a, that's that takes some skill to do it in 140 characters. That's great. Yeah, it was. She did a really good job with that, and the picture of and yeah. the dolly. I'm telling you, if you haven't seen it, go to Jolene's account and look at this cute little dog. Yeah, it's a super cute dog. And finally, Bob Walsh at Adadaya, he mm-hmm. sent you he sent you and me a tweet, um, a he, outstanding jingle on Tuesday's show, hashtag WTD three exclamation <laughs> points. I'm never gonna live this exclamation point thing down. <laughs> I don't think so. No, welcome to delicious. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I thanks, I appreciate that, and uh, I think that's what the third time they played that jingle, which is cool. Yeah, I think I think it is the the third time they've played it, and it, it's interesting because I'm I'm happy that I'm getting credit, but you know I've I've gotten a lot of credit on this one, and I just have one little line on this one. Hey, that's what makes it though. That's that's you know you're you're pulling the weight on this one. That's what makes it. Yeah, right. You know what the my favorite part is when you go, um, that's falsetto. That is that's what makes it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm glad they got to that part on the show because it's like towards the end, I think. Yeah. I can't even remember, to be honest with you. It, it's the very end, yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what you get when you hit record on a mic and just start playing and singing with an idea, a general concept. <laughs> that whole entire end is just nonsense made up, so I'm glad it worked. Well, you know that we're all for nonsense made up. Yes, well, I mean... <laughs> That's this entire show. And speaking of nonsense, do we have any Amazon reviews? 
Uh, yes, we have a few this week. And basically, I was trying to figure out what we should do. And I looked back and looking at the feedback. And I, I try to sometimes, if, I, if nothing just jumps out and if we don't have an idea, if neither one of us has an idea right away, uh, I go back and look at the feedback that we've gotten over the past week to say, okay, what stood out from the last podcast that maybe we could, you know, look up something and just see what, see what comes up. Cause like we've talked about before, there's ridiculousness for any product of anything out there. If you look hard enough to find it on Amazon, cause people yes. are crazy. Yeah. Yes. Um, and want to tell you how crazy they are without even, under, without even really half the time intentionally knowing that they're doing it. Right. Um, so I typed in bad candy. Okay. From Todd's tweet. Cause Yes, because he mentioned, you know, wanting to do a segment about bad candy. And I said, you know, so that we basically did a segment within the feedback about bad candy already. Yes, we but, did. <laughs> which is, you know, tangents. Yeah. The, so I typed in bad candy. And the first thing that came up was Bad Boy Rockstar, a novel by Candy Star. <laughs> Perfect. Which is funny enough on its own. Yes, it is. Um, and I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but maybe go type that into Amazon and look at the cover of this book, and it will give you an idea what it's about. It okay. will kind of <laughs> give a hint. Okay, say um, that title again. Bad Boy Rockstar <laughs> is the name of the book. Okay. And it's by Candy... Candy Star with two oh, R's. Oh, two R's. Is Candy with a C? Yes. C-A-N-D-Y, I think. Let me look Not at Candy oh. with an I. Not Candy with an I. Candy J Star. Candy J Star. Which if you think Star. that's her real name, you're crazy. Right. Yeah. The J might be, but the rest yeah. is not. Okay. No. Nah. So Bad Boy Rockstar. Is this about Bad Jason Fuse? No, this is not about me. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to have to cut that out that you even asked that question. <laughs> okay. Um, right. it, it tells the guy's name in the book. Okay. All right. So here's the first review. Fast read. <laughs> How many stars? Four stars. Okay. That was the title or that's the body of the review? Fast read is the title. Okay. Oh, this is a, this is a little bit longer. This is three sentences or maybe more than that, actually. Okay. Uh, finish this book in two days. I only read before bed. So this was a very quick read. Jack Colt. <laughs> The bad boy rock star that everyone has wished to be with. <laughs> Being that I've dealt with rock stars before, I find this story to be 100% fiction. And I'm sure you can name several rock stars for this book. Which Whoa. makes no sense. No, it doesn't. Being that I've dealt with rock stars before, I find this story to be 100% fiction. And I'm sure you can name several rock stars... For this book, I am confused about what that sentence means. Yeah, if it's fiction, you're not going to be able to name the rock stars. Right. If it's and nonfiction, she's like saying, yeah. Yeah, she's saying, I have a life experience with this, Jack Colt, which is... That's a great name. On. That's a great rock star bad boy name, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then the last sentence, this book needs major editing, which at times got a bit annoying. Other than that, I truly enjoyed it and can't wait to continue the story. So this person doesn't like typos. Yes. Okay. Which apparently this book is riddled with typos. Okay. Well, that could be a problem. Um, Yeah. That when you're trying to read it, that yeah, that might not be the biggest problem with that book, though. It might. No, it probably not. (laughs) Okay. Um, Here's a five star review. 
I will consider this book because it gives me a special meaning for a lost hope of love and untouched emotions that are in your soul for arms, and I'm still rooting for Jack Colt to be the one she chooses. Hope you all enjoy it. I don't understand any of that. No. I love that she re- ends the review with, I hope you enjoy it. Like, she wrote it. Yeah, I'm wondering, is this by Candy J. Star? this review? No. Okay. No. Is it by CJS? It is, though, by Justine Miller. So, it, the J could stand for yes. Justine. This could be her slipping up and writing a review for her own book by recommending it yeah. at the end and saying, I hope you enjoy it. I think that's exactly what's happened yeah. here. This could be her. Yep. Um, because she really... Um, Gets into the <laughs> special meaning for a lost hope of love and untouched emotions that are in your soulful arms. Give me a break. <laughs> I um, I don't know about you, Jason, the, but I don't tend to yeah. keep my emotions in my arms. I <laughs> no, mean, not even my soulful. I arms. do wear my emotions on my sleeve. Maybe yes, but not in your arms. Not in my arms. Okay. <laughs> maybe maybe it's a language barrier. That's what she's trying <laughs> could to say. Be, could be. Here's another five star one. Love this book. Can't wait to find out what happens with Jack and Hannah, and I hope he really is into her and not just playing her. So this Which, book is a is is obviously um, a serial book. Real. Oh yeah. Okay. This is most of the reviews ended with cliffhanger at the end, warning, or you know, uh, don't don't read this unless you plan on getting the next one because this is a free one. Oh. And like books two and three are money. You buried the lead. This is free? Yes, this is free. The Kindle edition is free. Yes, okay. on Amazon. Fabulous. <laughs> uh, well, the, if you have the Amazon, like, if you have Prime, I think it's free, is what it's saying. Well, we know that I have Prime. Not yeah, that I, Prime. you know, not that I, never mind. Go on to the next one. <laughs> uh, another five-star review by another candy, but I don't think the same person. Okay. My heart is in my throat. One extreme to the next. I swear I crumbled with every buildup of the story and now feel more lost than ever. And wh- how uh, many stars? Five stars. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. Okay. Here is a two-star review. This is a really long one, but I just want to read the last paragraph. All right. Because this is a two-star review that basically goes through the entire book saying what she liked and didn't like about it. Bad Boy Rockstar was pretty good. The plot was fun, and I generally liked the characters, especially Angie. She's great. And not just because we share a name. I like seeing Hannah learn how to live on her own while also learning how to manage a band. I don't know if I will continue the series, but I might. <laughs> Wait a minute. Which Angie? I thought her sentence. name was Justine. No, this is a this is a woman named Angie oh, who wrote this. Okay. One. This is a different review. Right. But I'm getting caught up in the minutiae. of this. Yes, the last sentence of this kills me. I don't know if I will continue the series, comma, but I might. <laughs> you basically said the same thing and contradicted yourself without contradicting yourself in the in a sentence. Yes. Yep. <laughs> you don't need the I but I might. No, you don't. On the end of that I sentence. don't know implies that you're not sure. You might or yeah. you might not. I'm not, not sure if I'm going to do this, but I might. That's, it's 50-50. No, yes. Yeah. And the last one, five stars, love the book is the title. Okay. The storyline was great. The characters were outstanding. But Candy, please get a new edited for your books. A lot of <laughs> missed 
spelled words, missing words. Not a new editor, a new edited, uh-huh. and not misspelled, but two words. It's, she's trying to say misspelled words, and she says missed, M-I-S-S-E-D, space, spelled, S-P-E-L-L-E-D, words, missing words. Okay, well, If you're going to correct yes. somebody's typos or grammatic mistakes, please make sure yours are, okay. your sentences are correct. Yeah, you know, it's okay if you misspell a word, but if you're yeah. pointing out to someone else, you need to get that yes. right. Yes. <laughs> please get a new edited for your books. <laughs> yeah. uh, Give me a break. Okay. Five yep. stars, though. Okay, well. Now, the reviews on this thing are good. But I want to read the actual description for this book. Okay, perfect. Are you prepared for this? I'm prepared for this. Lay it this on is, me. This is the summary in the description on Amazon of Bad Boy Rockstar. Okay. Hannah Sorrento never planned to be a band manager. She's a princess, and the toughest obstacle she's had in life is finding shoes to match her outfit. <laughs> Then her father disappears, leaving her with only the money in her purse and a management contract for a hot indie band, Storm. (laughs) (laughs) She plans to sell the contract one way or another, which I've got to interject there. What in the world does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) She plans to sell the contract one way or another. Then pack up her designer wardrobe and head back to law school. (laughs) But lead singer Jack Colt has other ideas. She's never met a man like him before. His raw sexuality messes with her head and her heart. And a lot of other body parts, too. It literally says that. Okay. It's, uh, we're about halfway through this. All right. With the help of crazy rock chick Angie, Hannah sets the band on their first steps to the big time and learns to survive on her own. <laughs> but this isn't some game. Soon the threat that Hannah fears most becomes reality. Jack Colt. He's arrogant and infuriating, but he's the one that's there for Hannah when her world comes crashing down. With secrets of his own, Will Jack Colt save Hannah or destroy her? Well, that's a good cliffhanger question. Yes. Note, this version has been revised to fix editing issues. Oh. <laughs> there have been no changes to the actual story. Okay. <laughs> there are a lot of typos. <laughs> so we've been I like told. I that the band is named Storm. <laughs> yeah. Which is a stupid name for a band. Absolutely. It's really bad. <laughs> I really don't understand, though. She plans to sell the contract one way or another. I mean, what, she, what is that? She, it, what does that mean? I think it means she wants it off her hands, no matter what it takes. If it's going to sell for a penny, she's getting rid of it. But then she meets Jack Colt. <laughs> he has other ideas. Yes, yep. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. She never planned to be a band manager. I mean, I know that there are kids that are growing up now that are like, I want to be a fireman. I want to be, you know, police officer. I want to be a band manager. I mean, that that happens, you know. So Absolutely. Hannah, I don't want to be Sorrento, in the band. I want to be the band's manager. <laughs> manager. <laughs> yes. This is so stupid. I mean, she is a princess of the toughest order, you know. 
Right. She doesn't have many. What was it? Her only. Her only. <laughs> the toughest obstacle she's had in life is finding shoes to match her outfit. Yeah. How yeah. condescending and stupid is that? Pretty. Pretty condescending. But she's going to pack stupid. up her designer wardrobe and head back to law school. Yeah. This is legally blocked. This is a yeah, this is a very like poor man's Catherine Heigl romantic comedy right here. Yes, with coffee this cups that are empty. Is. Yes. <laughs> ridiculous. Ridiculous. Well, perfect. Welcome to ridiculous. There you go. It didn't So I hope you enjoy these reviews about bad boy rock star Jack Colt. I have really enjoyed them. <laughs> There's a whole series that you can check out. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. I um I so, probably <laughs> won't look into that, but I might. Oh, wait, no. I don't know if I will look into that, but I might. There you go. <laughs> Maybe you can help editor it for them. Maybe. <laughs> Reach out to me, Angie. I mean Candy. Candy. Well, her her name's probably Angie. Oh, her okay. All right. I mean, her, her name's not Candy, would be my guess. Not Candy Star, anyway. When you name when the name of your book is Bad Boy Rockstar. Yeah. Right. Oh no, it does have two R's, two, so yeah. you know, Rockstar has one one R and her last name has two R's, so you know, I mean That's true. No. It could be di- it, yeah. No. So do you have anything else this week or are you gonna go read these books? Um, I'm not gonna read the books this week, but I do have I need okay. an opinion. Okay. Willie Nelson is coming to my immediate area for a concert this oh. summer. Mm-hmm. Charlie Daniels band and Bruce Hornsby are also going to be with him. Should I, should I go to this concert? I think you would enjoy it. I like Willie Nelson and he's 80 yeah. some years old now. Yeah. You're not gonna have many more chances to see him. And that's I'm for sure. I'm kind of, we're both kind of on the fence and wondering, would this be stupid of me to miss this concert? Should I just go? Well, I think it comes down to this. This is the all-important question. And it's a yes or no question. Do you like weed? <laughs> That's, you know what? That is a good point. The concert <laughs> is at 4.20 in the afternoon. Is it really? No. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. This is going to be weed concert. That's true. Yeah. It's Willie Nelson yeah. after all. Yes. Okay. That, help, that helps me. Okay. All right. Anything else? No. All right. Bye. Bye. Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. Visual effects by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Lighting by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Costume design by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Speaking of costumes, I wonder what bad boy rock star Jack Colt is wearing right now. Or not wearing, am I right? Graphics by Jason Fuse. I love snow peas. And I love you.